This morning, we're going to go into a teaching called From Dream to Dominion. Father, thank you for the anointing, your grace, and your favor. This is the day that you've made. We will rejoice. Thank you for the anointing that breaks every yoke of bondage. What a mighty God we serve. We are so grateful for all that you've done. Oh, how we love you, God. Hebrews 11 and verse 6. But without faith it is impossible to please Him. For he who comes to God must believe that He is of those who simply seek Him. And say you're going to find Him. You don't have to find Him. You just have to start the journey. And God will bless you. Matthew 66. Over when you fast, do not be able to sad confidence. Look at you and say, get happy. But they disfigure their faces and they make Assuredly as to you, their reward. So you can get into a place of fasting and try to impress people. You get your reward. Anoint your head so that you may not appear to men to be fasting. But to your father who is in the secret place. And your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. You don't have to say a word to people. They're going to see the evidence of your fast this whole year. You got to believe. He who comes to God must believe. You got to believe that the next 11 months are going to bring acceleration to your life like never before. It's God's reward. Come on. God's system. When you're fasting and praying, it's locked up in there is God's reward system. Where we're going this morning is this dream to dominion. I'll do part one today. I'll do part two next week. And I need to show you the importance of vision and the dream. And we need to speak about how it actually activates and how it works. God's going to bring light this week. He's going to bring understanding. Someone's, the confusion's going to go. The load shedding will not be taxing on your mind. The vision will be the number one thing on your mind. Load shedding means no, no, no productivity. Darkness it means chaos, where chaos thrives. But when you come into the kingdom of God, the Lord is your light and your salvation. You must stop begging government to fix this problem. Created the problem, asking to solve it. Foolish here. You can't solve a problem on the same level it was created. You must go into the spirit to deal with this thing. Created climate change, all this crazy stuff. You go to the same people to give you the solution. You created the virus. We must come to you for the solution. You start in light. Let me help. When we speak about light, dark knowledge. You go to you have the word of God in it. Is dark knowledge. You come into the kingdom of God and that's why we sit and that's why we teach. Don't miss yesterday's teaching on prayer. It was so powerful. Don't miss Wednesday night. It was so powerful. Because what are you doing? It's a classroom. And we're giving you light for your situation. We're giving you what we call revelation. Revelation. Something is there, but it's been hidden into the word of God. The word, so you can know who you really are. You can so light of which way to do. John, um, let's go in verse 1, please. John 1, verse 1. 
in the beginning was the word was with God and the word. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, but nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was and the light, what's it for? Shine when Eskom doesn't find any light. And the light shines in the darkness. And the darkness prohibits This John, this man came for a witness to bear witness of the light. That all through him might believe. That means I set aside my education system. And I get into the word of God and I get light for my life. This man, he was not the light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light which gives light to every man coming into the world. They've taken the Bible out of the schools. They don't want you to speak the name of Jesus. They've been attacking everything around Christianity. Every other religion is okay. But don't you come after the, they're coming after the light. That's what they're after. And the church needs to pay attention. Children of God, to those who believe in his name. And the final scripture says, born of, not of the will of flesh, but of, of God. So listen to Isaiah chapter 60 and verse 1. Arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Here's the revelation. When you want to be promoted in God's kingdom and begin to walk with God and begin to do exploits, it's the people who know their God will be strong and do great exploits. When God brings you into his kingdom, he now begins to shine his light, his word inside of you. And when the light comes on the inside of you, you really discover who you are. Because the education system was given to you to shape you so you can conform to the world and to the systems of this world. I barely made it through matric. You have to sub and do all kinds of crazy stuff to come and conform to their system. But nobody could mark my vision because your system's not designed for that. No one can tell you about the gift inside of you because the system is not designed for that. You've got to come to the Word of God and you've got to get into the light of God's Word to discover who you really are. That's why you cannot boast upon the A's and the, D and the A pluses and my doctorates and that stuff you put aside because what are you looking for when God promotes you? He's not looking for somebody who's degreed. He's looking for somebody who's got light. So you arise and then you begin to shine according to the amount of light of God's word that you have. That's why people who walk in the light, no matter what's happening in the world, we're not depressed. I said we have no fear because we know which way to go. We have an answer. Come on, somebody. You need to understand that when God begins to give you a dream for your life, it is when he's giving you light for your future. Now, let's go to verse 2 on that. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. God didn't say maybe. He said it's coming. They don't want to serve God. They don't want to come after His word. They don't pursue His presence. The Lord says, here's your portion. Darkness shall cover the earth. And deep darkness the people. More and more deception. Knowledge 
worldly knowledge is doubling every 18 months it's been discovered. What is beautiful about all the crazy and confusion and gender and tri-gender and, and, and non-binary and all kinds of crazy things they're including. The good news about it is that when you come into the kingdom of God, God's word is the entrance of his word brings light because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. The Bible lets you know what is true. And God's not changing His Word for anybody. I don't care how crazy they go. I don't care how deep darkness that enters. The Word of God's going to stand forever. Everybody in this church that is walking in the light, that has the Word of God, that is fasting and praying, is going to give Jesus a, a great shout of praise in this house. He says, deep darkness the people. Never seen so much deception. People calling right, wrong, right, and trying to change all kinds of laws. And educated people are selling us the stuff. You and your foolish degree. Why do I say foolish? Because the, the, the Bible says, a man says in his heart, a fool says in his heart, there's no God. And you watch how God's going to deal with these foolish people. And the deep darkness of the people, but the Lord will arise over you. Look at your neighbor and let them know there's a light coming for their situation. I really believe this this morning. And, the, and His glory will be seen. His glory is going to be seen upon His church. The people are coming. I'm watching business people come. I'm watching people that have been stuck in the media. Brian and Aaron's been away for two weeks and they've been recording. But the people are coming to their light and saying, Look, give us revelation. How does your marriage work this way? How does business work this way? They had ministry for two weeks while on business. Verse 3 says, The Gentiles... The people who don't know God shall come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. As you fasting, God, you are rising. I want to say it one more time for somebody. The more you fast, the more light comes into your situation. And that's how God promotes you. And that's when people come. Even kings will come to the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes all around and see. They all gather together. They come to you. Your son shall come from afar and your daughter shall be nursed at your side. And verse 5 says, Then you shall see and become radiant and your heart shall swell with joy because the abundance of the sea shall be turned to you. I'm going to say it slowly so you can give Jesus a big praise. The wealth of the Gentiles shall come to you. People are looking for money in God's kingdom and His system. The more your wisdom increases, the wealth matches the level of your wisdom. So while you're walking in the light, all kinds of wealth begins to attract and come to your life. There's plenty coming. So stop complaining about the darkness and start focusing on the light. Amen.
Don't fight the old. Get obsessed with the light of God's word. Because you're making the old obsolete by building the new. So fasting, when you get into a place of fasting, it brings clarity. It brings spiritual clarity of who you are. Because fasting humiliates our tendency to rely on the natural world and forces us to live from the spiritual. It humiliates that thing. It shows you that your flesh profits nothing. Jesus said that in John 6 and 63, the word that I give you, it's spirit and it's life. As you fast, you'll start to find those voices, even that growling of that stomach. It's just like it used to be, hey, I'm in charge of this life. After seven days, it's like, please, can I have a little food? You're going to shut up until we're done with this thing. Amen. So fasting is a great way to gain clarity for important decisions. I've gone into a 40-day fast and God birthed this campus out of a 40-day fast. He showed us what the campus would look like, what the embassy would look like, how to transform people's lives because I got a word from God and when I got the word from God, His word does not return void. It must accomplish that which has been purposed and God has done what He said and He's still doing. His word is still working. Amen. So you, it's easier to see where and how God is working when you're fasting. Uh, it becomes more natural to live, move and perceive in the spiritual realm when we're actually living a spiritual lifestyle. So let's deal with from dream to dominion. It's going to be maybe two weeks, even possibly three weeks. So when God begins to give you a vision, it's God's way of, it's a spiritual answer. What is vision? It's a spiritual answer to save people from natural disasters. Acts chapter 26 verse 12. There's a man that's persecuting the church. He's so educated. A Hebrew of Hebrews. But he is walking in darkness thinking he's doing the right thing. And he's persecuting the church. One day God says, I'm going to knock you off from your high horse. I'm going to show you who I am because you think that your education is actually the answer. Have a look at this. While thus, he's telling his testimony, Paul is saying this. He says, while thus occupied, as I journeyed to Damascus with authority and com commission from the chief priests, at midday, O king, along the road, I saw a light from heaven. You pray for your president that God would give him light. Okay, it's our president. I saw a light from heaven brighter than the sun, shining around me and those who journeyed with me. And when we all had fallen to the ground, I heard a voice speaking to me and saying in Hebrew, the Hebrew language, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Why are you persecuting the church? It is hard for you to kick against. So I said, I mean, listen to the response, right? Who are you, Lord? I mean, persecuting me. But the response is, who are you, Lord? Meaning that deep down every heart, there is a desire inside of you to know who you are. And when you walk into the light and begins to deal with you and your family, the response will always be, this is the Lord. You will know it because He made you. And He answered, He said, I'm Jesus who you persecute. But rise and your feet, I have appeared to you 
for this purpose. When God brings you into His kingdom, He connects you with a church, and He brings you into a vision, it is the most purposeful being ever to make you a minister of the things which you have seen and of things which I will yet reveal to you. Revelation. It's most edited that all of the, 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 the religious sect used Him as the number one person to persecute the church. He was the one consenting to um, death. Um, as well, Gentiles to whom I'm going to say, when you come into a and God begins to save you, it is for a purpose. Into a, 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 a ministry and He gives you a church and He leads you to a certain church. The first thing you must figure out is the vision. Because I didn't come here because I thought it was a good idea. I fought God for 18 months because He showed me why I was, I was born and the reason why He saved me and why He named me from my mother's womb. And the, I ran from God, I was called to do. But the day of the was, I mean, he says, yeah, in, a, in the middle of the pool, the middle of the week, I'm still, so, God says to me, I'm, I want you to start a church. I doubt. I was sick for 18 months. People, I got no light. I don't want to come stand as a fool. And I don't want to fail you. But this is what you were called to do. Because he brings you into purpose. He's the most, there's a reason why you were born. There's a reason why you are still here. There's a reason why you came to this church. There's a reason why you're sitting on that chair. There's a reason why God brought you to that spot. The reason the person next to you, that's in front of you, being anointed. There is a reason why you are your God. When he does, he does. He's the most purposeful being ever. Even your struggle and your fight with sin or confusion and you don't know who you are and you think you're so bad the devil is a liar God's got a purpose in all of that for all things work together for the good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose he says but I'm sending you to open up their eyes in order to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God that they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among those who are sanctified by faith in me Therefore, listen to now, you're speaking to the King Agrippa. Here's what you need to know. King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. I want you to understand something this morning that's really important where I believe the church is missing it. Most people born again bring in secular ideas of vision and, and all that goes with it, and they bring it to work it in the kingdom, and it doesn't work. I've watched educated people fail in the kingdom of God because they wouldn't let go of their education when they're dealing with revelation. He's an educated man, but God is saying you drop your stuff to a place when Paul writes, he says, I counted it even rubbish that I may know Christ. That I may get a revelation of who Christ is. And here's what I say where the church has been failing. What most people call vision is actually thinking of this year and call it vision. Vision. And I'm not denying you that. But a lot of it is just personal goals. I'm shifting house. I am going to lose a certain amount of weight. I'm going to, whatever that vision is. And I'm letting couples know you must have a vision for your life. Because I'm watching go away what God has got for them and even the right relationships because they lost sight of vision. There's a personal place where when God begins to speak to vision, He will speak to a man, He'll speak to a woman because God, when you get into kingdom vision, a heavenly vision, 
it is exactly that. A heavenly vision means it comes from God. And it does not come from man. You can think up all kinds of stuff. You can have all kinds of crazy dreams. And you can call it vision. But when you're dealing with kingdom vision, it's always got to do with other people. As when your vision that you have for your life, the thing that you see, you were made that way by God. You cannot enter a place you cannot see. You were designed by God that way to have vision for you and your family. And if you there's no vision, people perish. But when you be kingdom, personal or goals are failing is because it's not attached to something eternal. It doesn't come from God. You're spinning wheels, you're getting mad at the statement, you, you swear mad at and you stay in your life because what is eternal. A heavenly vision is that it comes from a heavenly vision is not man-made. The truth is, if you really get a heavenly I from God, because it makes you to do this job. Impacted because of the vision. More. Huge. Never is a a heavenly vision can see man. No man can see who you are. You the who or the God laughs at it. The kingdom agenda is remained because the vision did not come from man. It came from heaven. Take your hands just a little bit this morning. A heavenly vision will outlast the custodian because God is a generational God. Pray for your children. Because you're carrying a vision, but your children aren't seeing it yet. You're carrying something, and that blessing must go from Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Because God is a generational God. Because you think that everybody is a visionary. I'm watching secular people. People that are so ambitious, that comes out of the world, coming to the church, and they believe they have a vision from God. But when you look at their vision, there's nothing going on. But they're boasting about how wonderful it is, and this is from God. It's not. Because visionaries are rare. I'm old enough to tell you that. I'm not 25 trying to boast on something. I am this old so I can tell you that when you find a visionary, it might not be me, but it will be somebody that's going to bless your life, is going to help your life because the visionaries are rare. Moses, God can take 80 years with Moses. To deliver one message to Pharaoh to say, let my people go. What the church has done is saying, we're all visionary. It's not true. I found that when I, when I find a visionary, you will know them. They, you can't speak them out of, they can be too good. And path to go down, Paul, and you're going to do what I told you to do until your death. You're going to build it the way I build. Why? When you belong to a family of dreamers, but this is the family of dreamers. Break away from every religious assembly. Take nobody with you. I will make you a great nation because you cannot come in. The blessing is on everybody. You are no longer cursed. Show you the vision, but I'm going to show you how to activate the bless. Burdens of it. For one reason only. They're not connected to the because the blessing must be that's for next week. And in you, all the families of the earth will do. Come on, 
Apostle Max, you need to preach now. Fasting and praying this week, we're going to deal with your understanding. And when God brings it in, you're activated. It comes alive because you're connected to a heavenly vision. Structure fasting this week. Now listen to me, you are of the righteousness. You seek to look to the rock from you and to the hope. Look to Abraham. Because what does God do with visionaries? One woman. Next verse. And a vision. And there's something called a means. When God, Miriam, and everybody else gets blessed because of Jacob, Joseph being 70, Bilhah and the sons of Zilpah, his father's wife. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his change, his old age. Also he made him a tunic of many. Brothers saw that their father loved him more. Joseph's going nowhere until vision comes. To dominion. The blessing I've in that dream. Give you scripture. Because it's only through a vision that you... Do you understand why this person that was supposed to do all kinds of crazy stuff, make it rubbish to actually get a vacation people. But there's a Joseph rising up out of this nation with an understanding that God is about to do something in this nation. You need to fast and you need to pray because there's an anointing upon a generation that will begin to understand that I'm not here to play games. I'm not looking for just a car. I'm here to shock the nation. I'm here to bring answers to my community. I'm not here looking for a house. I have my personal vision. But I've come to let you know that there's an answer coming from the kingdom of God. There's Come on, arise and shine, for your light has come. Pick up verse 23, please. His, his brothers envied it. Father keeps it in his mind. So it came to pass when Joseph had come to his brothers that they stripped Joseph of his tunic. Stripped him of the favor they thought. Because the favor is not on the thing. The favor is in the person. Because I have the blessing on me. Because the blessing is on me, God gives me a vision. And it means that the blessing is now going to become the thing that moves me and propels me towards the vision. Because the blessing that is on Joseph knows what to do. Now watch how all things work together for the good, for those who love God and are called according to His purpose. So it came to pass when Joseph came to his brothers and they stripped him, Joseph, of his, of his tunic, the tunic of many colors that was on him. Then they took him and cast him into a pit. And the pit was empty. There was no water in it. Because a dream, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it stands alone. But when it dies, it will come forth with much grain. Are you with me? It's the process of visionaries. Now you need to ask yourself, if you are, if you are, we need to have conversations. But if you belong to a different place where your visions and become active, then you need to stay focused. And they sat down to eat meal, a meal. Then they lifted their eyes and looked. And there was a company of Ishmaelites coming from Gilead with their camels, bearing spices, balm, and myrrh, and on their way to carry them down to Egypt. So Judah said to his brothers, What profit is there if we kill our brother? Why is that important? When the blessing is on you, they can't kill you. Until that settles in your spirit that you attach to a vision 
and the blessing is on you you cannot die before your time is somebody hearing me today because you hold an answer you are the key to the nation how can God destroy you when you are dealing with your cousin that's not saved your mother that's not yet saved all the enemy does with prophetic people is put them under pressure but they can't kill you Raquel your demonic attack in the last season is only because you are carrying prophetic vision and the enemy's intention he comes after your physical body and mentally to attack you is because you are dealing with a prophetic insight and his goal every time you deal with prophetic people is to shut your eyes down he doesn't want you to see in the spiritual realm that's why fasting becomes such a dangerous thing for the darkness he doesn't want you to fast and pray he says nah they just it's, it's just a game who's telling you that it's not even your stomach speaking to you it's the devil because he knows when I get things right in the spirit I can put him under my feet and even though I get thrown into the pit and even though I feel like I'm in depression I am telling you I'm coming out because the, what the God has blessed no man can curse I'm holding on to my vision I'm coming telling you know we go from dream to dominion we're going to rule there's a place where the church is going to rise up in resurrected strength and ability and power everybody should shout I am blessed you cannot stop a blessed man you cannot stop a blessed woman where am I so Judah said to his brothers there's no profit in killing him we kill our brother and conceal his blood come let us sell him to the Ishmaelites and let not our hand be upon him for he is our brother and our flesh and his brothers listened. Then midnight traders passed by. So the brothers pulled Joseph up and lifted him out of the pit and sold him to the Ishmaelites for 20 shekels of silver. And they took Joseph to Egypt. You know how people, when, you, when you're carrying a vision and you're part of a house that has got vision, things will start happening to you only to break you away from the vision. Next week's message. Let me tell you about the blessing. The vision's never going to change. But the blessing can either increase or diminish. When the blessing, when you get an, a, a part of a vision and you sell and you, 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 you sell out on this road, God begins to move your life. And the dial of the blessing increases tremendously. Anytime somebody detaches themselves from the heavenly vision or gets into sin, you dumb down the blessing in your life. The blessing is an empowerment. The blessing produces blessing. The blessing of the Lord makes rich and adds no sorrow. So Joseph needs the blessing while he's focusing on the vision. Why? Because everybody shout this, the blessing knows what to do. So instead of Joseph getting mad that the brothers hated him and threw him in a pit, Joseph sees being sold into slavery as free transport to his destiny. It's all about perspective, honey. It's all about how you see it. That's why when you get into the spirit, you begin to see it from heaven's perspective. 
People, I, I can't believe these brothers, they hate me. I've watched people with great vision and even supposed to be a part of a vision. They get mad at the church. They offended at the church. They don't like the color of the carpet. It's too loud. It's, it's too bright. And, you know, they're jumping up and down and they give all kinds of excuses. What's the, that's not even them. That's the devil telling you to detach from the blessing. Detach from the vision. Even though you're blessed. You're blessed in Christ. You have every spiritual, you're blessed with every spiritual blessing. Ephesians 1 verse 3. But I'm watching people where they allow offense to come and it dials down the blessing. Because the blessing is an empowerment. So as long as I stay focused on the vision, the blessing is going to begin to move me in the direction. I know you hate me. I know you don't like me. But you can't stop me, baby. We're going somewhere in this season because the blessing is on you. When you're fasting and you're praying, God's giving you direction. He's showing you the power of the blessing because it's on you. Glory be to Jesus. Amen. Enjoy. Man, be okay in the season. Glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. We love you, champ. Listen to what I say to you as your apostle. You got saved. Galatians chapter 3 verse 13 lets you know that the blessing is on you. Now God begins to show you the vision. Now He begins to give you prophetic dreams. Now He leads you to Kingdom Life Embassy. Now He leads you to a man who's got vision. Now you begin to sow into that vision. Now you begin to be a part, a partner of the vision. And all of a sudden, all hell breaks loose. What is God doing? Vision means motion. It means that God's moving your life. It means that God's progressing your life. All of a sudden, the friends that used to call you don't call you anymore. All of a sudden, the family that used to harass, I mean, that now they, they were friends, now they are harassing you. What's God doing? The glue that kept you in bondage. When vision comes, it breaks you from the glue. It breaks you from the friends. It breaks you from the past. It lets you know that even though it looks like I'm going by myself, it's because God has got me. The anointing is upon my life. I'm running with vision. Everybody said. It means that my life is no longer stagnant. You're on the move. Friends and that broke circle of yours is breaking today in the name of Jesus. Those who rejected you, your family rejected you, people let go of, they connect with you, they blocked you on social media, they stopped you on WhatsApp. Happy days, baby. Happy days. I'm in a vision and you can't stop me. I'm working with God. The blessing is on me. You can't stop me. Where we're going through the season, you can't stop the church. We are moving. It's okay. They don't want to go anywhere, but you go going somewhere you and your household God's got vision for you and your life I've got to end I've got to end I've got to end they're speaking behind your back because that's where they are ask your neighbor why are you crying Say, I've got, I'm on the move. Let your neighbor know I'm on the move. God's about to rebrand my life. I'm on the move. 
I'm on the move with God's people. I'm on the move with the vision. I'm on the move. Let them get mad all they want to. We're getting our stuff. We're running with vision. And where there is no vision, people perish. But where there is vision, people flourish. Your neighbor is flourishing. We are moving with the purposes of God. No weapon formed. Oh, I feel there's an anointing breaking in this place. Someone's about to get the rebrand. Someone's about to get the new breakthrough. We're moving house, baby. We're moving house. We're getting out of rental. We're coming into ownership. We're getting out of a job. We're coming into our work. You tried to stop us. You can't stop me. I'm in my father's house. I'm about my father's business. What God has blessed, no man can curse. Shout, shout, I gotta move. Say, I gotta move. Please put up my slide. Don't underestimate the power of a vision. I'm not talking about your personal goals. I want 10,000 likes. I found more people dislike me. Oh, I just, I just want people to like me. You're not ready for the kingdom. <laughs> you want to be liked by everybody. The first part of a, of a vision is rejection. I just can't be by myself. You better go for your birthday, buy your own cake, get yourself some balloons, sing happy birthday to me, and start to celebrate. You don't think that the world, listen to me, we are busy with vision. The first thing, God gives you vision. Where there's no vision, redemptive reality, people are perishing. You're in this world, but not of this world, man. The first thing that God has given you, you are blessed because God's given you a visionary. I'll celebrate me with or without you. There's your vision. There's two things a leader never delegates. One is vision and two is culture. I don't care how much you come and change and what you think our education system should be like. We are not bowing to the culture of this world. I don't care how much you think that the church is wrong and staying together for 38 years is wrong and being celibate and not sleeping around and, and, and it's, it's just, you know, the, the church is so outdated. It's our culture. It's called the kingdom of God. We're going to do it God's way and we are not going to surrender the culture of the kingdom of God to anybody and for anybody because if you're standing by yourself, Daniel, and you are praying by yourself, no matter what they do, God will preserve you even in a lion's den because we are not compromising we are not bowing to this world system we are not going to let go of the culture of the kingdom of God everybody in this church said you don't have to compromise when you're dealing with the vision what is vision? can I have the team up? I'm done I gotta go vision is about purchasing the future it's costly man Please forgive me. I asked this over the years and I'm saying it again. Please forgive me when I've got zero tolerance for people's rubbish. Oh, let's just get together and let's just talk. 
For what? Here's 200 rand. Go to Spur. And go hang out with the people who got a taste for life. But we got life in Christ. We got vision. We're moving forward. Our families are moving forward. We are walking with an anointing. The power of God is in this place. This church, this is the year. The next level of the vision is breaking through. Your little problem is so small. There's a kingdom vision. That's where Christ lays his life down. And the disciples, instead of praying with him, Garden of Gethsemane, they're sleeping. You be careful with people who got no vision. Do you remember the woman that God gave a vision to? Two women. Solomon's first case. They both got visions. And the babies are born. But overnight, they wake up in the morning, the one vision is dead. The other vision is alive. The woman that was the swindler swaps babies. And so Solomon has to judge over this case. Solomon says, how about this? Bring the babies. I'm going to split the baby in two. You take half, you take one. The woman who actually stayed awake at night and watched over her dream said, don't kill the baby. Let her have it. There are many people, you've been sleeping on the dream that God has given you. You be careful you hang out with people that's sleeping in a time when they should be fasting. You be careful that you hang out with people that are not passionate and carrying something like you should be carrying. We're carrying vision. That's why Mary, you can't hang out with anybody. You're listening to people and all the enemy wants to do is abort the dream in your heart. But this is the season. This is the week. God's about to do something brand new in the heart and mind of every believer in this place. You belong to a great vision in a great house. Come on, somebody. Can somebody lift their hands and say, yes, Lord. Carrying a vision takes sacrifices. When people complain about rubbish in the church, I'm like, come on, give 60 years of your life and then talk to me. Give 60 years of your life and stop speaking rubbish. Where I come from, I've got zero tolerance for the nonsense of people's world. I've got to come into your little world and deal with, oh, I'm offended. Grow up this year, man. I said, grow up. I said, there's vision going on in this house. I said, grow up, man. Become faithful to God. Become faithful to the vision. You want to see your life progress? You want to see the blessing dialed up in your life? Then form part of the vision. Get involved in the house of God. Start to serve somewhere. And watch what God does with your home and your life. Because when God starts something in one man, it's not for me. It's that we all get blessed. I'm fighting for your children, man. You fight me with rubbish conversation. Offended. It's rubbish. The very least you could have done is waited until the fast was over to send me that rubbish. Let God speak to you, man. Let God deal with you. This fleshly rubbish in the church must go. 
we're busy with things here that you look at all the challenges with our government with power with the economics it's all coming and let me tell you today they got no intention of fixing it no intention that's why zero tolerance for nonsense you got to, as a leader you need to grow up you don't want to give no problem but you need to be a part of the vision for the sake of your children no man can take his buildings with him no man can take the structures and anything with him to heaven I'm surely not trying to as a 20 year old trying to impress people I'm done my only thing now is legacy and making sure that the vision is clear not even for me for your children's children for the children yet to be born because the vision come on you need to clap your hands and stand to your feet this morning and believe that this vision's for everybody this vision's for everybody play your part man i'm playing my part you play your part how can you get offended over 20 rand and 23 cents offering how you need to get saved keep it I gave you a number. I said, look, from 20 rand to 23 cents or 200 or 2,000, whatever. Everybody's involved. They're just after money. You must get saved. You must get born again. This is one year you're not going to be offended over rubbish. And no, I'm not hangry. I'm quite full thank you very much vision is about purchasing the future for the next generation we're not stopping this year with this vision we're not stopping for anybody if you don't want to God's gonna get you out of the way for the burden removing yoke destroying power of God is going to remove anybody and anything in our path this year I am on a mission you are on a mission come and agree with your apostle let us say the same thing see the same thing at the same time come on everybody clap your hands like you believe you are part of something greater than what you are busy with you are part of something bigger than what you are dealing with your family your home and your life God's about to turn up the dial come on say to the Lord Lord turn up that dial I'm part of the vision turn it up in my home Turn up the blessing. Turn up the blessing. Increase your favor. Increase my life. I'm running with vision. I'm running on purpose. I'm with a family. We are going somewhere. This family this year shouted, say we're going somewhere. Look at your neighbor. Hold their hands and say we're going somewhere this year. You will see progress on this vision like never before happening upon this vision it's called from dream to dominion